if you are constantly or continuously addressing the relationship, it just continues to evolve. Do we need to let go or do we need to just let it be what it is? Here's where I am in this relationship. Where are you? Martha Beck calls it the empty elevator syndrome. If you ghost me, I will find you. Hi, I'm Laura. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Kim. This is Nikki. And I'm Louise. Hi, and welcome to the Best Parts Podcast, where we invite you to pull up a chair and think about your best parts, which are all your parts. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of The Best Parts. I've had a song stuck in my head a lot lately. I think it's because I've had some great conversations with my clients about how they want to reinvent themselves. I remember first hearing the song when I was sitting on the living room floor with a friend back in high school. The song had been out for a few years, but we just discovered it. As we sat there on the floor, I think it was probably the first time that I ever actually felt like, is this really me? Am I really a little punk rocker? Well, my little punk rock soul grew into the song and I've been pulled back to it time after time after time over my life when I feel that pull to make a change. So what I would love to know and have a conversation around today with this wonderful group of people is how do you know when it's time to make a change or how do you know when it's time to stay or when it's time to go. You also pop should the time I after time. Or should I go? Not, not, not. It is not, also time not. after time. Absolutely. Yep. I heard the time after time after time. I was like, oh, that's another I just have a whole episode about how uh, songs have impacted our lives. Let's add that to the list. Or when somebody says something, it kicks a song into your brain. Absolutely. So my favorite, should I stay or should I go? It always goes back to the coin flip. And it's not heads should I stay and tails should I go. It's like when you get to that point where you think you don't know what you want to do, but you really Uh do know. And then you flip the coin and then you're like, oh, best two out of three. Right. And it's like, well, obviously. Or when it lands and you get that crushing disappointment, you're like, oh, that is not my choice. Uh (laughs) It's a hard yes or a hard no. Yeah. Sometimes we get into those really crunchy spots where is it a hard yes or a hard no? But I think you find those ways to kind of tap in. And I I think they don't know that we know they know we know. I was going to say No, you know, this is, this is like the time when Phoebe told Rachel that she wasn't pregnant and Rachel got sad. She wasn't pregnant. And Phoebe said, just kidding. You're pregnant. And that was now, like, you know how you really feel. Yeah. yeah for, Rachel for knew. Sure. Yeah. She was like, yeah. When you talked about this, should I stay or should I go? I was thinking more along the lines of like the times that I've stayed when I wish I had gone earlier. And, but I knew that I wanted to go. I just didn't know how. And it's so easy to stay in just that comfort zone of, well, I've got this job and it's paying the bills and it's comfortable. And then thinking about, I stayed in a job for probably two years longer than I wanted to. And it's like, what could have happened in those two years if I had just left? So that's where I've struggled is I want to go, but I don't know how to, I'm just going to stay here because it's comfortable and I have a job. Well, and this is one of those things I love because sometimes feelings happen before conditions happen. And so we can be feeling the energy of it's time to go. It's time to go. I don't want to be here. And it's preparing us for when it is actually time to leave from an energetic standpoint, from a universal standpoint, however you want to look at it. To me, it's, I mean, it happens, you know, companies close down, people get fired, you're not ready to leave and it happens outside of your control. And the opposite side of that is you're feeling this 
you're ready to go. You don't want to be there anymore. It's not aligning with who you are, your values or what you want in your life, but external conditions are not supporting you yet to leave. So that, that what would have happened if I would have left, it sounds like it wasn't actually time for you to leave yet, but you got to get ready for what it was. That can be so painful because I was in that situation yep. and it was all, it was a little over four years for me and I knew it and I was actively trying to leave and I was creating that energy around leaving and it just, it didn't, it didn't happen until the time was right. And I can see that in hindsight, but that, those four years were painful. Oh yeah. You were crossing every T and dotting every I that it was time to go maybe. Apps, and I was bubble filling in every O and I was <laughs> doing everything. You know, when I saw this topic on the board, I thought it reminded me of something that I feel like we're not taught as a life skill. And just to get a little more granular with it is when it is time to go or to change a relationship, we're not really taught how to do it with any grace. And wouldn't it be nice to be able to have a conversation? And one of the things that I was just talking about this with another coach who was saying that she put into her coaching agreement that at the end of any relationship with a client, they agree, before she, they signed up, they agreed that they would have a closure discussion. Wouldn't a closure discussion be a cool thing to have anytime you need to switch out our situation? I think marriages and monogamy is a bunch of crap. I personally don't think that, I think marriage should be like contracts. They should be like five-year contracts. And every five years, you get to decide if you want to stay or go. And I feel like that if that was the case, people would, you would have make a more conscious effort to stay in a situation. And if you decided to go, then you would have an out and presumably, hopefully somebody would actually teach people how to actually do that. How do you need, if you need to switch a relationship that's not working for you any longer, I feel like that line you dropped about about marriage is episodes 29 through 43 for us. And I love closure discussion. There are times that I don't know, you don't have that. It turns into a ugly fight and argument. And wouldn't it be nice if we had a relationship that just fizzled out and you just had that discussion and you handed each other your mixtapes that you made for each other back and say, here, move on but that's hard to do. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm just, I'm just riffing right now, but what a closure discussion is like, I'm adding that to my life. Well, what about like, let's say we decide to close. We decide that we're not going to go forward with any more best parts podcast. How do we do that gracefully? My coin flip just landed in the wrong spot. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, no, I, I want heads. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I don't know if I I have had, I've had closure discussions in every major closure in my life. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah. I have not. I was like, I want to hear more. (laughs) Me too. I, and I didn't realize that's what I was doing until you just said that. But when I thought about all of the major endings in my life, I have actually forced the closure discussions because if it's been important enough to be in my life for any period of time and have that impact on my life, and supposedly on theirs, whether it's a work relationship or romantic relationship, I have always forced that. And I can remember that back to my first big breakup in high school 
And we were friends for a long time. I, I, I don't have anybody that I was ever with that I wasn't friends with. And I don't have any organization that I ever worked for that I don't still support on some level. And I, I'm not sure that it's closure. So in that way, it's it's an evolution of the relationship. And I think for myself, that's what I try to bring into it is like this relationship, be it with a friend, a serious romantic relationship, a job, a neighbor, like anything. I, I believe we change. So our relationship needs to change. So it just evolves into something different. I don't think it closes. It's not like a door that you, you slam. Although many times that's how a lot of our relationships at work and in our lives is with a, a slam door and arms are up in the air and you're like, I'm done. And yet I think the most, I don't know, if fruitful is the right word, but the way I like to look at it is it's just an evolution. And if you are constantly or continuously addressing the relationship, it just continues to evolve into a different space and it fills a different part of your life. So I don't know that there's relationships have closure in that door slamming way. It just has an evolution. Some become less a part of your life and some become more and then some just become That's interesting. Different. I was thinking I've moved all over the States and well, a lot of those occurred before there was social media and the internet because that's how old I am. And you just, as you move geographically, when I moved from Texas to North Carolina and then from North Carolina into Minneapolis, I just lost track of those people. And the intent may have been to stay in touch, but I didn't actually do that. And so I think this has been on my mind for a while. Like, how do you say goodbye? Teach them how to say goodbye, to quote Hamilton. How do you purposely help that, that relationship evolve when people are no longer in your day-to-day life? I'm more of a ghoster. I like disappear. That's kind of, that's been my MO most of my life. I'd like to hope I'm different now because I've been evolving in the last few years, but that's always been kind of my MO. And I'd like to change that. So yeah, I'm interested in how do we, I was actually thinking, Kim, there's a book if you want to write it, like how to actually facilitate that. Cause that's, I, I don't think it's a skill that we're taught very well. No, I'd agree. It's not a skill that we're taught. And I, and what was, what I saw in my life was quite the opposite. It was like these hard edge cutting things out. And that may be why for me, it, I wasn't comfortable with it because as a kid, I saw doors slammed and I saw whether again, it was personal relationships or business relationships. I just saw lots of doors closed and I'm not one. I'm also not one to hold a grudge. Now that doesn't mean I don't get angry. And it doesn't mean that I don't pull away. Absolutely. I'm human. I'm, I do get angry. I do pull away. I do have my feelings hurt. And if whatever that relationship is, is important enough, I do try to circle back and say, Hey, can we just talk about what happened? And, you know, I, I don't know it. I find it, it just feels really helpful to me so that I can move on. Otherwise I ruminate. I'm the type of person who will continue to feel that whatever it is for a long time. Laura, if you ghost me, I will find you. That's really creepy. <laughs> um, I was going to say I echo Sarah's statement. So yeah. <laughs> I oh, guess we're, we're creepy together. <laughs> but like, you know, it's interesting. We've talked about jobs and, and romantic relationships more. Those seem to have like a, a closure, an end, a change, an evolution. And you talk about it. The one that's been hard for me is friendships that change. When you have a friend, you just 
like what happens when they're not serving a purpose in your life or, or you don't feel like you're serving a purpose for them? That's the one that's hard for me. And that's where I do, I don't ghost. I do more of the fade away. <laughs> a fading and, ghost. Okay. Yes. So that's the one that's difficult though, is, is when you, I moved across the country and I have friends on the East coast, so I haven't really talked too much. And I feel like our friendship has changed, but does there have to be some sort of conversation or do you just let yeah, it that shift? Was- that was kind of what I was talking. I know I started with a very blunt comment about marriage, but I think the friendships are harder. I think friendships can also be a hard one to decide how do you, do you stay or do you go? I have recently had a relationship, a really good friendship that I'm having to change the parameters because it's not, it hasn't been as, it's not working for some of my parts anymore. And uh, Martha Beck calls it the empty elevator syndrome. Where as you're evolving in your personal growth, you suddenly look around and realize that people that you have been associating with may no longer be the best fit for you. And so you end up evolving away from them. They got off on the third floor and you're still going up. That's what that, that, like, that's, that's brilliant. (laughs) Martha Beck is brilliant. Yeah, that's the thing. I I think when a, a romantic relationship ends, it's like you have that conversation. We're not together anymore. See ya. When a friendship evolves, that's a harder conversation. And I've, I've avoided that one. So that's one where I should have, I, I could shit on myself and, and all of that. But like, how do you tell someone like, you know what, this friendship isn't working for me anymore. There's something like we don't learn how to do that. Right. So why have you avoided it? Why have I avoided it? Yeah. You don't want to hurt people's feelings and be like, you're not serving the purpose for me right now, <laughs> or maybe I'm not like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should do some coaching around this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's, it's, it's an honest thing because it's when it's say something happened in our friendship. Would you come to me and say, so I think I've outgrown you or would you, is there another way? I would ghost you. <laughs> I've Thank you. You would just like, ghost me. Yeah. Just, just be honest. <laughs> or would you have that this, I mean, why, why is friendship different than a romantic relationship? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if anyone feels that, but I don't, I don't know. I think I would, I wouldn't have a conversation. I would just let it kind of fade and well, I don't want it to be like that. I think it's true. Some friendships just fade and it's, it's just, you know, life and, and circumstances, but I don't think the door is necessarily closed on those friendships, right? You can reconnect maybe years later if, if, the stars align, whatever, or Facebook aligns. I, I don't know, but um, there's your algorithm always, aligns. Your, your algorithm, algorithm aligns. aligns yeah. Exactly. It sounds dirty. I don't know why. It does, but sound, dirty. It does sound dirty. But that's a whole nother episode too. Yeah. But the, that idea of if it is a close relationship. So I have had somebody actually do that to me instead of, instead of ghosting me, actually call me out and say, Hey, look, here's the thing. Here's where I am in my, in this relationship. Where are you? And then I had to be real and make that decision as to where I wanted to be in that relationship. So I did get to make that decision. Do I stay? Do I go? I chose to stay because the relationship is important to me. And I had to figure out, I guess my why as to, I, it's, I I don't know the it's, there's something interesting when you say purpose of like, you don't serve a purpose that, that hurt my heart a little bit. Just hearing that people have purposes in our lives, but I, I like with love and grace, just except that that's not a term that I would use and that's okay. But I think that there is, we do have that opportunity, but I I would agree. We don't generally take it. Well, relationships and friends give us something like at the core of who we are, 
we I don't think we can deny that a, a close relationship, a close friendship brings something to our lives. And yeah. so when I heard Sarah say that, that's kind of where I went is like, you're not bringing you're, th- there's something that's changed and you're not bringing that thing. You're, you're not filling that space like you used to. Our relationship has evolved, but I have had many relationships just kind of disappear because somebody's feelings have gotten hurt. So instead of talking through it or figuring out what's going on, it's like, oh, well, right. She's just a bitch. Right. So I I just, I can't be around that. Or I know that I've had it said about me. It's like, well, you don't show up for me. It's like, I wasn't aware that there was a requirement. So there's those kinds of conversations. I think we do take to our romantic relationships, yet we don't feel like there's a place for them in our friendships, which I don't know that, that that is very interesting. I'm not sure that I could sit down and say, yeah, how, how to talk that through. You're right. I don't have the language to well, do it's that. that. It's that energy exchange there, you know, when you're in a romantic or friendship kind of relationship, it's that flow of energy that needs to feel balanced. It doesn't mean I spent five minutes with you on you. You need to spend five minutes on me. It's not about that. It's for me, it's really feeling that flow of energy is moving in both directions. I had a friend where we were, I thought we were in a good place. And then little things started happening that really, it was like power plays. It was, oh, I told you one thing and I'm doing another. And that alignment and that flow really started to shut down and get choked. And it ended up being a friendship that ended up slowly fading away with each other. But it's that people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime where she was a friend. We were there together for a season, served going to say whatever purpose was intended to be there for that time. And occasionally I miss her friendship, but overall I'm, I'm okay that we're not in each other's lives anymore, just because it really, it ended up not being a very solid friendship or wasn't what I thought it was. And then I had another friend, we both at the same time had very hard circumstances that we were going through and they were very different. And she was my best friend. Like we were really tight, but these things were so hard. We couldn't be there for each other. We both would just say, it's not time right now. I love her, but we can't be there for each other. And we have since come back together and everything's fine, but we both just recognized that the friendship wasn't serving what we needed in that moment, but it didn't mean it was gone. It just meant that we weren't, we weren't friends in that way right now. We both loved each other, but it just needed to be okay because we didn't have, we couldn't invest in that way in each other. So I recognize something really interesting in our conversation when it comes to work, when it comes to employment or whatever that is, there's an easy way for us to figure out, should I stay? Should I go? When it comes to a romantic relationship, a marriage, a long-term committed relationship, it's a little easier. It's, it's maybe not as easy as the job, but it's, it's still in that I can probably figure this out whether or not we have the, we're likely to have a long conversation about it, or at least a conversation about it and make a decision that this is coming to an end. When it comes to friendships, again, it's that the the proximity of closeness makes it easier or harder to make that decision to go. And whether, again, we have these conversations or opportunity for conversations, the closer something is to us, 
and the it sounds like as it goes a little further out, it's that opportunity to fade away or to ghost. And I just found it really interesting that there's this almost funnel effect of how how we can let go of things. Well, and do we need to let go or do we need to just let it be what it is? Like the friend who ended up not really being who I thought she was. I don't feel like I needed a closure conversation with that. That felt very final to me and, and I'm okay with it. And the friend who we were both going through challenging things, it just needed to be what it was. I think a conversation during that time, having some kind of closure conversation, I don't know if we would have been able to reconnect our friendship after that, if we would have both been like, yep, see ya. It's been fun. So on that exploration today, I think it's time for us to go. Thank you for joining us today for another episode of the Best Parts Podcast. We see you. We love you. And for now. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Best Parts Podcast. If you like what you heard today, we would love it if you would share this podcast on social media or with anyone you think would enjoy it. After all, sharing is caring. And be sure to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts as it helps others find us. If you'd like to connect with us, you can find us on Instagram at The Best Parts Podcast or visit our website at thebestpartspodcast.com. Thanks for listening. And until next time, remember that all the parts are the best parts.